0: Welcome back everyone to the Kicks a Crotch uh, podcast, uh, brought to you by the Self-Defence and Wellbeing Society at Canterbury Christchurch University and then hosted on the Society Podcast YouTube channel. Um, this week we're going to be talking about the mentality of a martial artist. Um, so basically we have um, a special guest coming to us from California today who is um, I won't say expert because I'm sure he won't say it either. But is a practitioner of uh, Muay Thai, so um, it's a little bit different. Obviously, I've done it myself as well. Um, but you know, it, it's a better knowledge than me because he is a, an assistant instructor in it as well. So we're going to go over that and just how both of us got into it, how we look at martial arts, and everything in between, basically. As always. The words and the comments, thoughts, everything that we put forward today are our own. They do not reflect at all on any associations whatsoever that we have. They don't reflect on the dojos we're part of, on our training gyms, on our memberships on any affiliations or fellowships that we may have within the world of um, self-defence, martial arts or any specific areas that don't reflect the views of the Self-Defence and Wellbeing Society at Canterbury Christchurch University or Canterbury Christchurch University itself or Canterbury Christchurch Students' Union, there also are opinions right now, this second, they may change tomorrow, they may have been different from yesterday, Uh, that is just simply being human. Uh, We may also swear, most likely. I know I am uh, definitely likely to, so um, course language may be brought up. If you're not a fan of this um, or you think you may be offended, please do switch off now. We may also go over sensitive issues. Um, I don't know uh, everything about the stories, so why we came into martial arts and things like that may go for sensitive issues. So you may want to switch off also if you think this may offend or upset. Um, other than that, we will go into it. I'm just going to intro myself. Basically, if anyone uh, doesn't know, you're new to the um, podcast or you've just forgotten, uh, my name is Adam Parsons. I am the uh, instructor for um, the Canterbury Christchurch uh, University Self Defense and Wellbeing Society. Um, that's kind of who's bringing you this podcast. Uh, I've been training in martial arts um, for around 31 years now. <laughs> My first grading was to Yellow Belt in Judo in 1989. Um, I've done various um, hard and soft martial arts since then. Uh, I am an instructor in Knives and Weapons Awareness Program, as well as instructorships with uh, the Self-Defence Federation in the UK, as well as um, the Awareness Response Delivery Self-Defence System and recognized internationally by uh, Martial Arts Association International and various other things in between. I also have a door license um, and have seen some um, issues on the streets and on the doors as well. So that's kind of where my background comes from. I have various other belts, but it would take too long to go into. Um, but needless to say, I have some knowledge It doesn't make me an expert, doesn't make me be an end all of anything. It just means I got bored a lot over the last 30 years. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from. So I'm just gonna hand you over for intro and kind of why um, we may both know what we're talking about. So if we just hand over to you.
1: Hello, so my name's Anthony. Uh, I go by rain online, uh, Twitch. So uh, just and first and foremost, I am speaking for myself just like, uh, for the challenge mentioned or Adam and uh, We do have many instructors and we're all different. So this is on my personal experiences and uh, everything I've witnessed and done. So I've been in Muay Thai for a good nine years now, probably closing up on 10 but nine is the safer bet. And uh, Yeah, I started uh, way back actually didn't start on my own. I took over from my wife who had the membership and she hurt her foot. And uh, the instructor, the owner, he was cool enough to be like, uh, well, she's hurt, she's paid her membership. Do you wanna take over for the time being? And I was like, oh yeah, that's fine. And I was hooked, I fell in love. Uh, It's not typical, it's one-on-one. And yeah, so like six years later, I became an assistant instructor, been doing it ever since. And then I'm working on becoming certified myself uh, for the US. So my uh, academy is called the Muay Thai Academy International or International Academy, however you look for it. And um yeah, it's it's a legit school. It's for self defense. It's not sports. It's not the sport fighting. We don't do sport fighting. So everything he uses is based off old style Muay Thai. So Muay Bran, I believe it's the technical term or actual term. And uh so he he picks and chooses specific techniques from that particular branch of Muay Thai. And then uh what works in the street is what he teaches us. And then we mix it with boxing because that's like one of the most common uh, forms of uh, punching techniques. And then, uh, yeah, we don't do any of the flashy stuff. So it's all for self-defense and um, survival is what he says.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, anyone, anyone watching the <laughs> the podcast or anyone that's ever been to any of my classes will um, recognize some similar stuff in there in terms of not flashy um, and uh, not sports style. Because I, obviously I get asked a lot about MMA and things like that and sports style and athletics. And when it comes to in terms of who the better athlete is, it's always going to be them. It's never going to be me. Um, <laughs> However, the street is a very different place um, and there's a lot of different things around it. And I mean, um, yeah, just if anyone picked up on it, by the way, um, Anthony is, is Rain time line on Twitch. I'm up for the challenge. That's um, how we came across each other via Twitch because we uh, we're both both streamers. So just if anyone was wondering why the names came up there, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, so, I mean, in terms of uh, martial arts, we, we've both come from pretty different backgrounds, um, different ways of doing things. I mean you've been going for you've been going in the 2000s obviously so Mm -hmm. and i started back in the very late 80s right when there were less regulation about how we dealt with (laughs) kind of like Um, the military yeah i mean if anyone is watching that um ever thinks that i am too harsh or anyone any any of Rain's um students (laughs) that are watching and going oh but that's just he's just too mean either of us just imagine back to when I started and if you want yeah. places you just go for it um <laughs> but, uh, it was in that time period it was the big boom in like Bruce Lee and everyone like that and it was just oh yeah let's just push and it wasn't until like the mid 90s when uh, parents started going wait a minute what are you doing to our kids what the yeah. what the fuck is going on <laughs>
1: that's probably a karate kid's fault too though okay oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes yeah I mean I'm, I know there's a lot of stories in the UK of just basically chefs who had yeah. no martial arts background, but because of the kind of inbuilt racism in the u k it was just oh well, they're Chinese, they must know martial arts set it, yeah. up dojos and you're <laughs> like they have no idea what they're doing what the- <laughs> <laughs> they exist
1: here too trust me yeah
0: oh yeah oh yeah the charlatans there's a whole podcast on that about charlatans and and Mcdojo's i mean yeah my, favorite, yeah my favorite guy is still um the one who says if you Make a sound. You can just push them over.
1: Oh, I've seen that guy. I forget yeah. his name. I know who you're talking about.
0: He can. He can barely talk and breathe at the same time. He's that. Yeah. It's like, what the hell are you doing, man? Um,
1: yeah, you like wave your hand and then you could push the line or something <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, but obviously, there's a there's there is a mentality I think difference, and this is why we've kind of um, got on and we've had an agreement of a lot of stuff when we've been in each other's um, streams on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is a mentality, especially I think uh, potentially we've, we've, we've said, uh, we were saying last night um, when, it, when it hits kind of instructor level or even just around that, that there's a mentality that just kind of, it, it's just there. It just kind of clicks because you start to realise certain things or certain things start to fall into place of like, oh, okay, I need to think like this or I need to be like this. Like you were saying with, um, like, you don't do the flashy stuff. It's not, sport, you know, you're looking at things actually working. And my, I mean, my way of thinking is always in terms of self-defense is if it comes down to nothing else, you don't know what you're doing and suddenly your brain's trying to t- take over, just punch them in the face. If nothing that's all else, it take, really? every, just hit them for God's sake. The yeah. The it's like, oh yeah, but there must be something special. Yeah. Punch them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what a uh, thing too, is what our, our instructor tells us is like, Yes, you want to be the first one to be offensive if you're getting into a confrontation, but you really have to, especially here, because everything's about, you're on camera now, so you're getting recorded, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, so he says, I mean, if it's going to come down to it, and they're like, in your face, they're not going to move, they're, they're set on fighting you, or whatever the reason is, be as fast as you can with the punch, or whatever you're doing, and get out of there, because one if his buddies come Two, if you're being recorded and it's like, Hey, this guy did this. And if, if you get caught, you get caught, but like, I mean, what can you do if this guy's threatening you? So it's better than waiting for an attack, especially if he's going to attack. But at the same time, it's, it's a catch 22. It's a double bladed sword be- or double edged sword, because if you do it, you're the aggressor. But then if you don't and he hits you first and he actually gets you, you're in trouble. Well, so, it's
0: weird you say that because I don't know how the law would specifically work because obviously it's a slightly different uh, kind of state. It's tricky.
1: Yeah, it's so a, tricky.
0: There is a very specific thing called reasonable force here. And uh, actually, being the, uh, the aggressor yeah, is fine. Basically, as long as in that moment, it's, reasonable force is your interpretation of danger in that exact moment. So if you mm-hmm. felt that you were under imminent threat and you took the first step, that's actually still classed as self-defense. There's no aggression with it. That is still self-defense because you were in imminent, imminent threat. And it's
1: very you. lucky.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard to do. Cause that's a, that's technically the law, but the right. problem is of course, is that judges are very rarely martial artists.
1: Yes, so- <laughs> exactly. That they, the zero martial arts, they don't care. So yeah, that's the thing though, is that, uh, you, you're like, you're technically you're on the defensive, except if they just see you throw that first punch, they don't care at that point. It depends on, well, like you said, it depends on who it is. Yeah. So, I mean, your best bet, like what he tells us is if they're in your face, like they're, they're looking like they want to hit you uh, either step back, like keep your eye on them, keep, or create distance, or just like get your hands kind of higher so at that point, one, your defense is coming up and two, you can just like nudge them back. And then if you feel that tense up, like they're going to strike, then you can get into your full on defense and then just start waiting. And then you, you're, it goes like <laughs> whatever happens is basically at that point, like, you know how it is. It's split second. So.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, um, it is quite funny, because you are saying about that and the different stages actually echoes um, how we do certain self-defense here. So we have like a, I don't know if it's any similar in the US, but we have a traffic light system for mm-hmm. it. So it's basically uh, white, green, amber, and red. And it's basically, um, it tells you at what stage of alertness you are. So most people go through the wor- go through the world on green. So they're not mm-hmm. completely clueless. But right. they're doing their day-to-day stuff. So they're just they're just kind of on autopilot. But then you might see something suddenly on ambus. And now you're, you're starting to, okay, well now I need to look around. And then at worst, you get into red. And now you're suddenly, you're, you're now in an actual alert mode of doing stuff. So it's a very similar way of of looking at stuff. And I think that is, like saying, like we said about the whole thing, is the, the mentality that that becomes ingrained into you. Because we've, we've talked before about the idea of muscle memory. Because I think that becomes part of the mentality that you understand... That you aren't really in charge if something happens. Like you don't get to choose. You, you've already trained. This is the reason you've trained for years and years and years. Exactly. Is if something happens, you aren't the one making the decision. So many people are under this impression that, oh yeah, but if it happens, oh yeah, but then I'll then I'll turn into Bruce Lee and no. uh, Jean-Paul <laughs> dam and I'm just gonna do everything no you won't you're gonna most likely if you haven't trained just cow in a corner somewhere if you're lucky you might you might flail out because you're just a big guy and you you think you can right if you've trained you don't know what you're doing until probably afterwards when you go oh yeah oh he's on the floor okay that (laughs) is exactly right uh yeah that's that's i mean that's how i train when we're doing
1: sparring before the whole covid thing so when like when i'm sparring and then this guy's actually trying to hit me, girl, uh, women, we go, we have both uh, genders. So anyway, um, like I'm not, I'm not thinking about my next strike. I'm not thinking about blocking. I'm watching their shoulders and I'm just reacting to what what's going on in that second. Well, not even the second, it's, it's, it's so quick. Like I see an opening, I take it. If I see that arm starting to move, my arm's coming up to block or I'm uh, parrying, et cetera. And then it's the same thing in the street. like you don't stop to think when you're in a fight, when you're training. So it's not gonna be happening when you're actually having to do it because like, you're just you're just acting. You're not thinking about acting. You're not, oh, I'm gonna have this whole plan figured out. It's just like anybody else says, especially boxers. Like uh, what's the famous quote? Uh, your whole battle plan goes out the window until you get hit in the, face. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hit in the face yeah face. <laughs> yeah so it, i mean that's that's true you, you're not thinking when you're fighting like if you are if you have a strategy i mean i guess somebody like mayweather probably has a, his own little thing but no he actually he's muscle memory too because he just he trains it so much it becomes a reflex for him so yeah a perfect example like it, it, it doesn't it's not about thinking it's about reacting all about reaction
0: yeah and i mean it's even uh, you, you tend to see your mistakes the second, like you say, the second you get hit. I mean, I was stupid enough a few years ago. Um, it was for charity and it was a charity that I was supporting. Um, I decided to do um, some boxing. Now, at the time, I hadn't specifically done boxing only. So for me... Bitboxing includes everything else, so you know. Right. Um, I hadn't expressly just done that, but I stupidly—I mean, it's a few years ago. I've since done qualifications in it, so I'm not quite stupid. But it's a few years ago, and <laughs> I was just—I just had the mentality of, "Well, yeah, I can, I can just do it." I mean, I, I know how to punch; that's fine. I'll do it.
1: Uh, and then yeah. I put
0: into the ring, and exactly as you say, I'd been warned that the guy could hit, and I just thought, "Well, that's fine." But of course, me punching and hitting in a martial arts setting. Where there's no gloves, I can actually make proper fists. I can, I can hit in a certain right. way to then, no, no, your hand is now basically open in a glove that doesn't generate your power that you usually have. And the other guy used to it. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Um, yeah, and the other guy was used to it. I got a hit in the face. Oh, I, They're almost done, I swear.
1: <laughs> they, they hear the door. Oh, okay. A se- couple more article. seconds. Okay, now they're good. But yeah, <laughs> um, sorry,
0: sorry about that. That's absolutely funny. I mean, I got I got hit in the face. Um, I mean, I think in the first minute I was doing all right, and then um, I got hit in the face, and just suddenly went, "Oh shit!" Okay, no, he does hit. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I found <laughs> that afterwards. He actually turned semi-pro, but yeah. <laughs> so oh, wow. I was so stupid. I didn't I didn't think about it because yeah. if it would have, if one if I'd have known he really did hit like that. Uh I wouldn't have even tried to go in. I spent most of that match defending myself. Right, exactly. Just keep your hands up. (laughs) Um, But I I was stupid, and that's what happens. If you're stupid, if you're a little bit arrogant, if you're a little bit ego-driven, whether it's for a good cause, whether it's – because the the actual reason I didn't do it is because I was training other people on the Uh day when I was meant to be trained by them. Oh, I see. I just went, one of them I need to do – and the other one, I don't mind if I get hit; it's fine. And so that was me being stupid. But like you say, I had great plans in my head, and bang, <laughs> Jesus! Well, okay. Um. And then reality hit. Exactly, and it's the same for everyone. I mean, it. If you're on the, if you're actually in an actual fight, the amount of people that just go, "Oh yeah," but I'll just. I'll just do this. No, no you
1: won't. No, no, <laughs> no. It's funny because I had a comment. It wasn't my video. It was another uh, a martial artist video. And then somebody commented about, "Oh, boxing is not a real art." And my my reply was, "Try to go into a boxing uh, gym, and then with no experience, no nothing, and then take on one of their amateur trainers. And somebody with like six months experience, I guarantee you, you're gonna you're gonna be." paying for it you're, you're it's not going to go pretty for you and that goes for like any other martial art walk into there thinking you can take on somebody without any experience the people that are actually training
0: are going to hurt you yeah so i it, mean yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you'll agree with this one because we haven't brought this one up before but um i even say this i say this quite a lot against um, when people have a go at certain martial arts and i always say that will completely depend on how and why you're attacking that person for instance if you're at good length and you know there's a good distance where they might be able to kick you Mm -hmm. and you're having a go at a a guy that does savat or kickboxing Uh you're fucked right but people always have a go at things like aikido and they're going yeah if a guy aikido was at that length you're fine (laughs) But now take the two steps forward and grab him Just yeah. Don't break your fucking wrist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Once you step into their element, you're you're in for a world of pain if you don't know it.
0: Yeah. This is the thing. I mean, I always love the, the YouTube clips online that go, "Well, this is what happens when you put this martial up against this martial." Up. I'm like, yes, because they don't deal with the same elements. Yeah. You know, uh, Aikido. If you're in a if you're in a club when it's closed off and they deal with basically manipulating your, your joints. Mm-hmm. you're not getting away you're not getting away no, if you're no. That closed that closed sphere against a karate guy that actually needs to be able to move back a little bit yeah actually you're better off so th- it's a weird idea when people just kind of go oh yeah but this one doesn't mean anything because i see it so much especially i say aikido purely because it's the one that gets bounced on the most it's because a lot <coughs> of charlatans come out of it a lot yeah. of people that make stuff up then it's because the, the people that make stuff up then tell everyone that they do aikido and you're there going mm-hmm. no you don't they get called out
1: yeah and actually it goes beyond that too because it's all about the person like uh i mean one person could just be that much better in their style and absolutely yeah
0: yeah i mean there's one um there's a great one i forgot i can't remember what i saw it now but it was uh, it was in america and it was this really big kind of overweight guy but he was he was clearly expert in win Chun. Oh, um, and then this um kind of smaller skinnier but you know equally kind of you know, higher level karate <laughs> just came into yeah but i can just i can uh, you know i'm you know, i'm in my field i can just do it and the guy just went okay hit me and yeah, just went straight basically. forwards and just yeah like, wind du- straight it moves in a linear fashion why are you trying to go in that way like why would you do yeah. that
1: no you gotta circle those guys and that's what they can't deal with uh like i mean i'm not an expert on wing chun but like they're all straightforward and there was this one youtuber i used to watch and that's what he says like they're all linear it's everything's linear so once you start getting around that they're to their peripheral like if you take that blind side even for a split second you got them pretty much is what their weakness is
0: yeah that's the Uh, thing that's why i've i've liked to kind of train i mean you've I, I don't, I don't know because I don't think we've discussed that much. You've kind of stuck with Muay Thai mainly because it was something you fell into, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah. Well, I started with Capoeira. Oh, um, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that was a good two and a half years, I think, and then it turned into uh, like I'm not going to use this. This is like this is a passion. This is a hobby, but I, I'm not going to use it in real life. So I was like, okay, I need something different, and then it just Muay Thai just happened to fall into my lap, basically.
0: Yeah. yeah. I've, I've always liked the idea of mixing it up. I think if you just stick with one martial art, whatever it is, mm-hmm. just one, then you believe the bull, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it doesn't matter how good either of our, our previous in, instructors are. If we didn't have something else to go off of to be able to either bring in, adapt, or just have that little bit more knowledge, we would we would be drinking the Kool-Aid,
1: you know. Oh, no, I agree. Uh, that's why he, we do have a jujitsu guy. and They train once, sometimes twice a week. Well, not now because of COVID. We, we don't do any uh, contact uh, training with COVID here. But uh, the jujitsu and then, like I mentioned, the boxing. Uh, that's our main form of punches that we use. And then uh, stick and knife training, they also do. Except you're. I haven't branched out to other styles, though, like you mentioned, like karate, uh, uh, judo. I don't even really get into the jujitsu classes. Like I I stick mainly to the boxing and muay thai for some reason. I mean, eventually I'll get into jujitsu. Like it's it works. Like it's just so it's a legit style. I mean, you can really get people off guard with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I always say to people from a personal perspective, but then this is biased because it's how I started. (laughs) I I always think judo is just a good one to have for a few different reasons. One, it's just it's a good way of discipline because they don't tend to take much shit. In June. Mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. you know you do it or you leave that is it right um, and you get so used to being hurt because it's uh, <laughs> a while ago that it's you know it might be you know a boxer can always hurt you but mm-hmm. nothing hurts as much as being thrown into the earth oh yeah and, that's, definitely. <laughs> and so that's why i think you, you tend to have like uh, if you ever watch it on the olympics it's always hilarious because the they they tend to have the, the kind of softer version of a lot of martial arts but judo they always have actually got the best guys and so you just <laughs> see force at which there was one i think the last olympics when everyone was going old oh, judo isn't isn't that um, you know funny or whatever somebody wouldn't submit so he just broke his arm that was oh, in the olympics and they like, could do that yeah like, that's <laughs> that's what happens so yeah i like that as a base because just in the off chance you I don't know you slip or whatever happens it's just something to Mm -hmm. have on the floor of just going right I'm just going to beat you but I mean
1: and and that's why they they work on uh learning how to fall to begin with right just for that particular reason
0: yeah we actually have a guy um that comes in to do um for the society he comes in and actually teaches um he's um uh a what's his actual term now he's a stunt performer I think is the exact term but basically he's a oh, okay. he's he's done a load of different martial arts he's um he's qualified uh, in aikido he's done judo he's done kickboxing craft things like that oh, uh, nice. his, his expertise and what he does for like actors and things is literally teach them how to fall so actually, as much as I can kind of go this is how I would do it which is actually yeah. probably quite sloppy actually <laughs> but he's like this is his day-to-day life and the thing is, yeah yeah the great thing that he always kind of brings up and I think is a, a definite kind of again that mentality martial artist way of thinking of he just says if you get up from it then you've done it properly Which
1: there is you crazy. go that, that's as simple as that
0: <laughs> it is. It's, it's like any fight it's just like oh did you you know well, what happened it's like well i'm still i'm still conscious so i'm going yeah.
1: so, so basically you, you've won you're good
0: yeah i mean when whenever i do a lot of training i have um for different levels i always have the two minutes when they've got a um, fight me at that level of training, so I'll mm-hmm. kind of bring it within that area. Um, and I always and people always go, "Oh, but I've got to take you on." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! I'm fighting at that level." But also, you don't have to take me down. All I want is after a couple of minutes, which is elongated as hell anyway. Oh yeah. That's oh yeah. No, I just like to be mean. Um, I just <laughs> <laughs> I just Ugh. say, all I want from you is to be standing. That's it. Like, because if you're standing. There two minutes then in an actual street fight you're you're fine <laughs> yeah like, yeah it's it is really good but yeah i, I always like the idea of just mixing up uh, martial arts and it's good to have that kind of kind of range as well like you say if you go you go to any martial arts gym and just going with the attitude of like oh i can do this i'm just gonna beat all of you no you're not going to you're just no, you're not. Not going to. Because yes, in uh, maybe outside in the streets you can mix things up better or whatever. But you're not in that area. You're not in that game right now. You're in mm-hmm. there, you know, in their area. There's a great meme that goes around. I think it's um like um the Laughing King from um, Lord of the Rings, and it just <laughs> has um it has on there uh, when a power lifter enters your dojo and then oh. laughing and just going, you have no power here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that.
1: <laughs> it's true though because like as soon as you get into their element and then if you're not part of that you're
0: just going in on macho-ness alone you're 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 gonna ask for trouble oh yeah i mean yeah. i've always said to people when they go oh yeah but what happens if someone is the same level as you i just went likelihood i'll lose because if it, if unless something which is i mean the likelihood." is Actually, is one of us would take the eye off the ball. But if, right. if we're going one on one on one, and we're both looking for similar things, we both trained identically, you know, almost identical. Mm-hmm. Then I'm probably the one that's going to slip up because I'm the big guy. I'm, you mm-hmm. know, I'm six two, broad shoulders. I'm the one that's going to go. I'm just going to use strength. And <laughs> then I'm going to wake up, and you know, it's, yeah. it's it's that kind of way of thinking. I no, I
1: did that too with my training. Uh, like I'm I'm not as tall but I'm like I have this upper body strength. So uh I would go in and
0: um punches, man. I've seen your video. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so and I would go in and then if they were just too close I'd simply just push him off and then re-engage and then so I came up against a bigger guy in training one day and I tried to do the same exact thing and I tried to push him off and I'm like oh wait a minute and then my arms started to drain so I was like oh I can't do this and then he hit harder than I did like naturally he wasn't even trying to hit hard but he hit hard because he was that much bigger so I had to like really I changed it up on the fly so if I stuck into my game like kept going the way I was going I probably would have got hurt bad (laughs) yeah it's and we were just training
0: too Yes. So you can it's always, one of those things. You can always you, there's always I mean there's it's a, an old saying but there's always someone bigger and stronger. There's always, yeah, someone there's bigger always and stronger. There's always somebody. I mean I was just saying then because um, uh, if anyone's wondering I've seen a couple of um, like snippets of training from from Anthony and uh, one of them is you on the punchback. and <laughs> you and if we go from the uh, dominant hand right handed I probably have the stronger the stronger strike. Um, I'm not too sure about kicks because both of us come from backgrounds that say we should probably break each other's legs. Um, right. But on the <laughs> the, the left hand side, which I think you said it was a little bit weird as well because you're right handed, but your mm-hmm. left hand side, one hell of a punch. So yeah. if you don't notice it as well, and if you went in, if I went in thinking I'm, you know, we're both right-handed, I'm expecting certain things, and then suddenly, bang, be like, What the, f- where the fuck did that come from? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's true, because, like, my hand, my left hand is typically my guarding hand. It, it blocks everything that's in front of my face. Hmm. And then I have my right hand as well. And then, so my right hand's back-ish. So you're, you're basically waiting for that right cross, yeah. and for that power shot. But since, like... I, I like to use my left. I learned it on my own. He didn't teach me. Uh, my instructor didn't show me anything. It just became a thing where I just come in with the left, and it just has that force with it still, and then I still have my guard up. So it's it's one of those things where it just came natural to me. I didn't look for it. I didn't even really know it existed until you really pointed it out. I mean, I knew I could do it. I felt it when I when I punch, but like I didn't. It doesn't click until somebody tells you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of things you don't necessarily see how different you're doing something until somebody goes yeah but i can't do that right I, when i just saw the video i was just there going because your hip movement is so complete like i i move my hips i move my body but there was just something a bit more your hip movement on your left hand side was so complete that it basically was just going to knock whatever it hit out of the way mm. um, and I, I mean i i had similar we, we i have a guy that i train and if you're watching this sam Hello. Um, but his, he used to do Taekwondo and he just simply nice. does not accept that my punches work.
1: Yeah. The way yeah, I punch
0: it. is an old pugilistic way, so it's far more straight, um, less, less um, moving, but it's the entire body. Your entire body moves straight into them. You take mm-hmm. them down because it's not your punch, it's not your arm that's doing anything. It's the fact right. that whatever weight the rest of your body has is going straight at your attacker.
1: That and, is um, exactly
0: what I do. Yeah, and every time he just kind of goes, that doesn't work. I was like, well, <laughs> I mean, I literally just moved you with it. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it is funny, and it is it is that thing. Like, like you say, you don't notice it, because I didn't really notice it. It's kind of a mix. Similar to you, it was a mix of different things. It wasn't necessarily being shown it by one person. It was a mix of this and a mix of that, uh, because yeah. I used to do – I was the caretaker for the UK um, – to alliance, so I'd kind of mix in a few different things with that. Uh, but it wasn't until someone just went, "Yeah, but how are you doing that? Like what?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just yeah, they they see it, but then ca- they can't comprehend how it's happening. It's kind of funny. Yeah, like the was- Bruce Lee one-inch punch type of
0: deal. Like, how does he do that? Oh, God. I, you know what I love it because I can do the one-inch punch now purely because I've spent <laughs> I've spent probably twenty years just try- just trying it just continually over and over and over and over again, because I loved Bruce Lee. When I was a kid, there was two young oh, guys for me. There was Bruce Lee and there was Muhammad Ali. Those exactly. were the guys. Right. And so, um, you know, when I, and I remember even at four years old, I was like, no, I want to be them. I want to be them. <laughs> because the guys, the, the, the blokes in my family had a bit of a short temper. And I think my parents just went, we better send him to something um yeah just do so, it yeah just to control it and then i just i loved it so i i kind of just kept watching the videos like well, i can do this and i can do it it's weird because watching old martial arts films is actually the you reason. got so lucky ah oh, it's, it's also the reason really weird thing comes out of it because um i in china and if there's anybody out here that cr- wants to correct me on this feel free um but there's a, a hierarchy thing so when you use chopsticks the, sl- the further down the chopsticks you eat them, the lower your classes because you-, you don't learn how to hold them. Interesting. Yeah. So the further up um, means you're higher in society. And I found out from a friend of mine from China that I would be higher society in China because I can hold them higher up. And I hmm. realized why. It's because all of the actors in martial arts films they do it higher classes. And uh. so they... They did it like that. So I was watching them. And not only was I copying the martial arts when I killed, I was copying <laughs> how they held chopsticks. Like,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> no, see, I wouldn't even figure that part out. <laughs> it just it was, To me, it'd just be like you. I just, it just happened.
0: It wasn't until I was, I think I watched a couple of uh, films back and just went, That's why, because of course it was like for a lot of these guys, it was like the fifties, and so they didn't let like commoners into films. Right, it it was like oh oh, that's why, cool. Um, Yeah, but yeah, no, I loved martial arts films when I was growing up. Um, Obviously, I I I didn't have the chance, obviously, to ever really watch um, Bruce Lee uh, like the year it came out because he died. What he died in seventy three, so I was before early seventies uh so obviously I didn't have that but I did get the chance to obviously see some interviews and stuff with Muhammad Ali uh, nice but I mean the guy was just a lot of his stuff I love the bravado I mean I know it's, it's not good because lot, yeah it's
1: unsportsmanlike but
0: yeah like a lot of my head goes you shouldn't say that but at the same no. time it's going
1: on him <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had a good style about him i, li- I liked it too like i didn't catch until later in my years though uh i was all about martial arts like you were when i was a kid and uh, the movies i mean yeah. so bruce lee uh, and then enter the dragon which of course was like probably my my favorite yeah and then um then the last dragon and then uh mark de and all those guys came out best of the best uh philip Ree with the taekwondo that that's like probably my all-time favorite i think like, well, it, there's so many, but that's that's a, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. But I never got into martial arts when I was a kid. Like, uh, they put me in sports instead. <laughs> when I was five, I, I played almost every sport imaginable and I just kept playing sports. And then, yeah, I didn't hit my martial arts uh, personally until later in my 20s. Uh, it's all that, good though.
0: Is that yeah. just uh, like a, like an american thing because it seems to be a sport seems to be bigger in america than potentially over here so
1: uh i mean yeah because i didn't know many friends of mine that were in martial arts i know they there was some places that that were open in my area but uh yeah my parents i guess just sports is where it was at for them or for to put me into and then i was i became natural at sports because i did them so long so i kept my athleticism at least throughout until martial arts which made it a little bit easier to train
0: so. yeah i mean i'm very kind of the other way i mean I, I i dropped out for a little bit as well because i i i put on a lot of weight if you ever go into oh. the, I'll, I'll send so you, i've had
1: my break too from from training for like a year if I, not more
0: i don't know if you're the same scale of weight there that i'll send you a pinch picture at some point anthony um, okay. so, um i i lost any ability to really do anything i could i couldn't train because i couldn't can lift my own bloody body after the time yeah. um, but but then I got more into it and it wasn't until I had so when I kind of properly came into it and started instructing more than just just the learning was probably about 10 years ago now it was a mm-hmm. housemate of mine when I was doing um, I was doing a degree somewhere and a housemate of mine was from um, Burma and he'd learned Baran. And oh, his, nice. dad, his dad was like, um, a, a, like a local champion or whatever, but his dad- He got him. it
1: from the source.
0: Yeah, and his dad had literally said to him when he came over to England, if you want to learn how to do complete fighting, you need to learn a soft martial art. And then okay. I lived with him and my background was judo, jujitsu, aikido. And so he just went, can you teach me some stuff? And it wasn't until suddenly we started moving into it. Like he had um, a friend of his who was like six foot four, a uh, huge black guy um called tyrone who literally i know that sounds like a stereotype guys that is literally <laughs> what he looked like and that, that wasn't was it um but he uh, um because uh he was going oh yeah but you can do it on me because i'm smaller i just went, okay tyrone grab me <laughs> 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 and then he was like oh you've got to teach me and suddenly i was like teaching me he went, oh why don't you teach this properly And i was like yeah why don't i and i started doing the the courses and actually nice. doing it properly and then put my own stuff together and started looking into that more and then looking into the knife, um, uh, the stuff with knives and mm-hmm. everything else. I mean, until COVID, I was on to get my, um, become a Sifu in Tai Chi. And wow. also, I was also going to be doing, um, to get my, um, uh, I've got to say that the Katalong guru in Filipino martial arts as well.
1: Okay. So, so not, not a, not a screamer, but they're actual martial art
0: yeah the full filipino right. yeah 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 so um basically a catalan guru would be your level so assistant um in it so uh, nice. that was what i was literally i should have been Katalongu you're all there. over the board yeah um but because uh, i just love that because i love the idea of doing tai chi at one end and that at the other because it just i love the mix and the mm-hmm. that my mind will be centered without me realizing it but at the same time you know
1: Study Hello White for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh that now that you mentioned it too is uh our instructor, he actually he was you basically. Like he was former military, so like he has a whole no, I'm not big old background. No, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not not that part, but uh <laughs> he's he's the one that was traveling the world uh learning martial arts from various like the actual uh whatever the country he was in, whatever their martial art was, that's where he was training and learning. So he created that himself. And then he grabbed Muay Thai as his base. And then from then on, he uh, basically said, this is, this is Muay Thai, but I'm giving you what I've used and what's tried and true, what works. And uh, basically it's, it's kind of like you, but in one per. Well, actually he's just like you in that sense, I think.
0: Given how you've spoken about your instructor, I will take that as a great compliment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he is the most dangerous man I I, I will ever have met. And I'm probably going to meet a lot more people in my lifetime. But he is just so scary just watching him. I mean, he's not even trying to hurt anybody. Okay, so uh, he actually joined us in sparring one day. So we were sparring. And there was two people in front of me before it was my turn. And I'm watching him and he's he's just so quick, he's just right on them, he's throwing punches and then they, they, all they were doing is defending. So I come in and I'm like, I'm watching and I'm nervous. And then I actually get in, put my gloves on with them and I'm looking at him in front of my face now and then so he comes at me, and the first thing I do is teep, which is the push kick, and I pushed him off, and then he actually, his smile, because he did not expect that, and the fact that I did it, and then I engaged him, and then he threw his guard up, and then he came after me, and we exchanged like two, maybe three times, and then finally we stopped, and when we were done, he was like, Anthony, you're the only one that ever uh, engaged me. You're the only one that went on the offensive, and I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I wasn't even thinking. I was just, I was just going, like how I, I was telling you. I wasn't thinking at the time, like. I know this man is dangerous. I know he can kill me, even though he's not going to. But it's, it's training, yeah. but that wasn't going through my mind when I was engaging him. So yeah, it, it, you have to learn how to turn off your mind.
0: Yeah, There's some some people are just scary. Like I mean, you're saying about my instru- you instructor. One of my instructors is the same. So I did um I did a course a while ago. I got severe concussion when we did sparring because basically this was um a this was an instructor's course. For people who were already instructors, it was set there. Our instructor, the guy in charge of it, was a former Israeli defense force guy. Oh, yeah. So there. And he's, he's Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you before, but there's a, a writer called Terry Pratchett who, in one of his books, he talks about the idea of the small, balding, smiling man being the most dangerous person. That is literally <laughs> this instructor. He's about five foot. So he's tiny <laughs> compared to Short. Yep. Um, You know, bald always smiling and i remember i was sparring um and i stupidly and it's quite funny because it's moito the guy who i was sparring with is the former north of england heavyweight moito champion oh wow he's about he was about six four six five he certainly was bigger than me and i'm uh-huh. six two. and um basically i stupidly what i should have done is gone into my stance what uh-huh. i did was go into his stance
1: I, yeah, there I you copied
0: go and i just and it's you already
1: gone. won the battle. Yeah, yeah exactly. he got you mentally. Second,
0: <laughs> second, I went into stance. He just took me down, and so he hit me so fast um, and with, with just such ease that I hit the ground sideways. Oh and so wow! So I just got severe concussion. I didn't realize. Like I, the stupid thing is, uh, this was what twelve o'clock on the f- Saturday. Uh-huh. On the Sunday, I carried on all through until eight p.m. that night. Carried on again the next day until about twelve o'clock midday that day and then just went I don't feel I don't feel right and it wasn't that's harsh I was kind of glad myself although stupid but I was glad myself that I'd carried on because one of the other people I was sparring against is a um a a bodyguard from the Middle East and he Uh and I was sparring against him as well so stupid but the (laughs) thing was is that after that happened to me my instructor came in and he just went because he basically background checked all of us because you couldn't get Mm -hmm. on that course until you know everything about you was in his possession so he just went and I hadn't shown him my stance, but he just went into it. He just had figured it out from what I'd done. He just went, Yeah, but Adam, I know, I know your background. You should have done this, went into my stance and took the guy down without even breaking a sweat.
1: Wow.
0: Baren, five foot, the guy's six, four, six, five. And he just took him down without even breaking a sweat and, just, and then turned to me as if he'd done nothing and just went, Oh, well, that's how you should have done it, Adam. I'm like, What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs>
1: see, can't. that's the kind of stuff you see in the movies, but it, it actually exists when they're real it's
0: it's ridiculous i've seen him he he really hates this video being out there because he hates himself being recorded i'm a bit dodgy about it because of certain things but he hates himself being um, recorded because you know if you want to do it you want to be able to do it properly which means you've got to train but Uh, there's there's one out there where basically he shows someone if you've got a, a plastic bottle how to defend and to help disarm if you've got a plastic bottle and they have a knife and this guy has a, um, a helmet on, has a guard on, and mm-hmm. he hits him with such force. If At the end of the video, they had to cut it because he knocked him out. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, Jesus Christ, that was a plastic bottle. Yeah, and with
1: a helmet too. Yeah. It's funny because, yeah. I mean, he didn't knock anybody out, but the funniest thing that I saw my instructor do was he had a chair and then he was like, okay, attack me. And he was just controlling him like nothing, like he was just driving only holding a chair and he was even he was looking at us doing at the same time too so he's just like Bam and then you're just moving the chair around and the guy's stuck, he can't do nothing. It's like how?
0: It's insane. I'm sure you get a similar kind of thing from your students as I do when people just gonna go, Oh yeah, but you're scary, or this and that. And you're just gonna go, Yeah, but imagine the guy that trained me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing too. Like I, I uh I try to spar with the newer people uh more than the others because the other ones they don't really hold back. Like they'll they'll teach you the hard way, what you're uh what your um, weaknesses are. So I I didn't do that. I have a video of it too of me when uh, helping this one lady and I try to get them to, to develop that fighting sense. Like you need to attack me. I'm here in front of you. I even keep my guard low for that purpose so they can like, they see my face and I'll block, I I block my face and everything, but uh, yeah, I don't force them. I don't hurt them. I'm just trying to get them to first get used to the fact that, Hey, you're in a fight and then, from then on, if they learn, like I haven't, since COVID COVID cut all that out, uh, I haven't been able to see the development yet, because I haven't been able to get that far, so it yeah. kind of sucks.
0: It's that change in, um, well, as going back to the beginning, it, in mentality, It's it, you've got to get them used to that just switch in how they think, because mm-hmm. either they don't, and I love this one, I get it a lot, when people come to me for self-defense, and then go, oh yeah, but I don't want to hurt them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no that's the point <laughs> that's the point
0: yeah and i mean and a lot of and the other one i always say is it doesn't matter how good you are at some point you're going to get hurt oh yeah and so um like simple things uh, you know of, of if you try and avoid me punching you by doing this I can you're going to get hit.
1: you <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing and so yeah
1: and then weird. if you throw kicks into the mix it's even worse
0: yeah And it's just going, you've got to move in. You've got, if you don't move back and do that, because all you're doing is now making it easier for me to take you down. Because now you're off balance. Great. As Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to get people used to the idea of, look, you're going to get hurt, but it's better to get hurt minimally and take (laughs) them down and make sure you are the one that's protected than it is to, lean back, get taken off, and depending on the situation, get incredibly badly hurt. And it's just that men- mentality change. It's the preparedness to be like, okay, I'm in a fight. Okay, I might get hurt. Fuck it. And
1: <laughs> you know? What makes it worse, too, when you're leaning back is you get the full extension from the blow. Yeah. So, like, their whole entire body goes into it, their whole arm's extended. Whereas if you're inside and they're trying to do that same punch, it's, it's going to hit you, but it's going to hit you in a spot that's not as dangerous, maybe on the side of the head it's harder, it's harder than your face. And they won't have that power behind it, it'll be stopped before it makes that full on impact. Yeah, it's much safer to go close.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, that was the main, I think that was one of the main reasons behind how, behind how, uh, Win Chung developed, isn't it? Because they, because they move in a linear fashion, it was against street boxers because they just went, I'm gonna move into you faster than you can actually develop a true hit against me. And that's mm-hmm. why a lot of it comes out. that. Yeah, you get a full extension. You lean back, and now you're getting clipped by that by the actual fist, rather than yes. you know it's and that you know if it's a decent puncher, you know if it's just a guy that's a dickhead every Friday night, but he's consistently a dickhead, and so he's used to mm-hmm. punching people. You don't want to get hit by him,
1: you know. Or actually, let me let me rephrase that. Forty five degree angle, so you want to get around them too when you're going in. Yeah, so the full way extension won't
0: hurt that much, but it's yeah, yeah. I know. I get what you mean. I.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah don't, don't walk into the punch. At least if they're <laughs> punching on one side, go around to the other side.
0: Yeah. Don't just, don't just go, oh yeah, punch me in the face. That's not what we mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, not, that's not what we're talking about. Like we know what we're doing in our head, well, how we're trained, but then when we actually sang it, it came out a little bit different.
0: Yeah. I think, this, I think that can become a problem sometimes. and it's, I think that's why it's always good to have another instructor or a senior student there to translate yes. what you mean. Because yes, they've yes. been there long enough to just gonna go, okay so what he actually means is yeah
1: <laughs> yeah we do that to each other my main instructor like i'll be explaining something and then i'll be over explaining it and then he'll just come in and be like oh just do this this and this and then it's like why don't i think of that it's so simple
0: and you just get your students just going. why don't you say that i, I did
1: just in a different yeah, way <laughs> exactly it's the same thing it's just it's, i don't know less steps required or something
0: <laughs> yeah it is it's weird because I I. I think we've, we we realized this uh, um when we chatted in, in Twitch and stuff anyway is that because we have a similar way of thinking of it it's just we know we know what we know what's there we know what that means mm-hmm. so w- why why express it completely because it's yeah yeah that.
1: we don't we don't get into the extremes we just like make the point and then <laughs> that's
0: about it <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean i think it's a good idea what you're saying about getting um with the the really newbies and because i always like doing a lot more one-to-one if i can do one-to-one i will do one-to-one um i've had classes i had class a a few years ago where it was it was me to start with it was because it was the society and not anything else it was me and 60 people oh and at one point i had no um assistant and it luckily luckily about five minutes in because I just went, okay, we're going to do this slow. Guys that have been here for a little bit, can we just, you know, let's let's pair off. Let's put the newbies with this, you know. Because I didn't have anyone good enough to assist me. But I didn't, ha- you know, it was just like, pair off. We can, we'll be safe, you know. And then about five five, ten minutes in, we had a guy who used to train with us whose father was... Um, once uh, internationally ranked in judo and he'd been an inst- uh, assistant instructor for his dad and he'd been doing it for a while. I went, oh, thank God. Right, nice. you take them.
1: <laughs> yeah, take them, I'll take them, yeah, 30. And, 30.
0: So but I just think one-on-one is so much better because if you do a bigger class and I think we can have a tendency of going, oh yeah, well done everyone. Whereas mm-hmm. actually there's a group of two people over there that were doing it shite, but we never mm-hmm. got to them. But now we've said, well done, That's what they remember as being right
1: oh yeah that's a that's a bad thing yeah yeah
0: and so that's why i like the one-on-one because then i can kind of go okay with me because a lot of people are just gonna go oh yeah i think i've got it now okay now with me Mm -hmm. and especially then they see it yeah especially with wrist locks because Mm -hmm. if you put a wrist lock on against someone who's double jointed or can just lock their joints like i can and you don't do it properly you end up hurting yourself that's all you're doing yeah and so it's it's quite good because i can kind of go okay so you you did get it on with them so I, it's just nice to be able to have that little bit of going okay you got it on with them not quite with me oh i can see where it's gone wrong here that <clears throat> you can do this little bit whereas yeah. otherwise it's quite hard to get there um yeah you know, i have weird joints um i i remember i had um uh, an instructor a few years ago do it and uh, he tried to put one on and he just went if I go any further, I will break your wrist, Adam. So I'm not going to, but for the love of God, just tap. Because I know that you know this is where you should tap. I was just stopping. It was the mixture of being able to fuck about with my joints and being right. stubborn. I was there just going, no, no. <laughs> <not> gonna... <laughs> that said, anybody watching from my, from my place and I'm sure from where um, Anthony is, if you're in any situation, tap, give in, the fucking love of God. <laughs> yeah, double tap.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because there's an older gentleman, like he's much older. I think he's in his uh, late fifties, early sixties now, maybe sixties. And then, but he is still, he has that that locking down. Like he can just control you, and like, and he doesn't do it to me. I think it's because he likes me. But other guys that I know, he's (laughs) he just likes messing with. Like he'll grab their the whole grab their wrist. He's like, if I want him to fly this way, I just do, and then he does whatever it is. And then if I go this way, yeah. So he, he does that kind of stuff, and it, <laughs> they're they're hurting. It's not fake. It's not like uh uh, what's it called? Uh, like the fake uh, keto guys where their their students are just no flying touch. all about. Yeah, no touching. Yeah. yeah, 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 no touching and all that. No, yeah. If you're getting held in the right way, and like your body is turning the way it's not meant to turn, you're gonna go. Your body's gonna move in places you're not meant to move. So.
0: Anybody from, from my class listening to that? that that's why, that is why. <laughs> it's easy because I've been doing it a long time. Um, yeah. and i just messing my joints. Yeah, I think the, the thing I always try and remind people when I do that with and I lock out my joints is my bones are still connected. So if you do it properly, you can still- It's possible. You can still get me. And I mean, if I've had a couple of people, and I mean, I've got the instructor that comes and helps who has been doing it for years we did it on each other because we both had the same response of you bastard because we were doing it and we both reversed it on each other oh and wow really funny because my class had not really got used to the idea that i could be tapped because yeah. it was like you know i would tap of kind of oh yeah that's about right but I, you know i brought him in and just immediately he's gonna go okay there and i just dropped to the floor and just going yeah you bastard <laughs> he's like, hey, Wait, what the fuck just happened i'm like oh you know he knows what he's doing like and but it's always funny because obviously I do, it and everyone just kind of goes, "Oh yeah, but you're just weird." I'm like, "No, no, no, I've just I'm I'm a little bit weird, but I've trained a lot, and so is he." Uh-huh. Like, yeah, what happens? Because I think some people can get into the idea of like, "Oh well, I'm never gonna do, ever do that." And it's like, no, you. You can. never know. It's yeah, just the Is like a, a lot of people I come across because of where I am in the southeast of England. It's a lot of university people, and it's like, "Oh well, I should learn something at uni." And it's like, firstly. I'd have been a little bit younger if you want to learn this. There's no issue with it. There's no issue right. learning at university, but it's the mentality. I think it sticks more when you're younger. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think you can, you can learn at any age, but I just think if, it's, if, if you learn at the same time that you're learning everything else, it's just another part of your education. Right. Um, but also with um, uni people, they want it to happen now. And the amount of people, oh, come, oh yeah, but I ju- why can't I do it? I'm like, because you've done it for an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not the Matrix. You can't just plug in and then learn on the fly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had so many people just going, go, "Oh, but you can do it." Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've been doing it for years. Like, <laughs> I said
0: to someone once, I just went, "You do realize that I was fucking this stuff up before you were born?" <laughs> like, you're. The, what more do you need
1: to say? Yeah. yeah
0: it's like, you're nineteen that's makes uh, it was last year i think i said it, someone so yeah you're 19 you're born in 2000 my first grading was 1989 <laughs> yes, there's a reason you can't do it it's time <laughs> yeah
1: yeah we usually don't get the younger guys it's rare like maybe a good handful but the most of them are older and then they're most of them are like software engineers and stuff like that and they have a completely different mindset the way they think so it's it's even tougher to train them actually you
0: in california though of course you have <laughs> yeah oh
1: yeah there's especially in my area like this whole area is all about the tech tech jobs so so many software engineers i mean if you're trying to get a job here's one good luck <laughs> yeah it's 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 a big uh, it's comp it's competitive See, with but us, um yeah
0: yeah with us we're a bit it's a bit different for me i think because um for for me separately i do a lot of one-to-one and i don't do it that that much um as you know i i will I'm very kind of vetting. I think I, I told you the other day with the yoga people as to why I may be a little bit more vetting. But um, mm-hmm. with the society that I, that I help out, we are self-defense and well-being. So we mm-hmm. tend to have a lot more kind of people where something else might be an issue and they just want to be able to look after themselves. So we tend to oh, okay. get a lot of kind of younger people and also people with, um, you know, potentially mental health issues or other mm-hmm. things that just want to be safe. Um, uh, I mean, we have had a good range. I mean, a few years ago, we had like, it was almost 50-50 between like the athletics people, we had a couple uh-huh. of like really good athletics. Actually, one of them, our old like social um, sec, the person that used to like or- organize all the piss-ups, um, <laughs> they were, um, I hope that translates into American English. Um, Give or take, yeah. Our, our, our drinking benders. Uh, yep. I got that. <laughs> yeah. um, now power, now, they now do powerlifting. So like we had one side of it there, but then the other side was all like they would had um, issues in the back um, in the background of a lot of stuff. They were having trouble at university and they needed a release and to feel safe and you know. And we got a lot of that as well. And it was brilliant. Um,
1: yeah we, we kind of do the same with ours uh our owner he um he vets them too in our interviews not vet, i'm going to call it vetting but uh like if they need like the self-help and like if he thinks martial arts is going to help him he'll let them in if the uh, but he, what he doesn't let in is like the aggressive people the people that come in for the wrong reasons and uh so he he makes sure who the people that do come in are are good people that they're gonna most likely stick with it and then so it's pretty much kind of the same it's just not full on mental health uh improvement but if the martial arts is gonna help him then he'll let them in so yeah but if yeah otherwise he'll be like i suggest this kind of thing like i hear he he has huge connections all over so if he knows he can't do it he'll lead them in a direction of somebody that can yeah so
0: it's good here because we have um we have a um i can't remember the exact thing but um it's tai chi and the weapons side as well we have Mm. the um now i can't remember if he's formal or current but world champion like several times world champion is in my city wow Um, so and i know him so when i've had people actually have somebody that's actually one of my students was just Mm. like oh i'd like to do something that was would help me more center and i just went yeah, that's fair because if you can't because the society is a softer version of what i do it's a bit more bespoke to be soft for students um and i just went well let's not do like one-on-one with me because the society stuff you're okay with one-on-one with me it's a bit too harsh i just went go and speak to him go and speak to barry because he is literally he was he either is or was world champion he was british champion two times in a row oh, he's gold silver and bronze medalist at various times he was yeah. in. Uh, international squad for 20 years and um, I don't know if you use blitz uh, martial arts gear do you over there Uh, no I don't think so okay so in the UK blitz is like the number one martial arts gear provider he is even rather funnily for all the Chinese martial arts he's the model he's the one that is in all the things (laughs) he's in (laughs) the commercials yeah he's literally the commercial so I was like (laughs) go and speak to him like he's up the road there's no point you coming to me for it because it's not right he's yeah. there like it yeah, makes yeah there you go um and it is good having those connections and i think i think that's that's something that comes with actually um being having been around for long enough uh-huh. not talking shit right um and just continuing with your head down in martial art i think is where you get those connections because if you're like some martial artists around here I'm thinking specifically of certain people who if you're looking at this podcast, you know exactly who you fucking are, um, who are complete charlatans, like certain people who create their own martial arts organisation, just oh. to give themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's one. There's one not that far from me and actually near where I used to live, who was a, a legitimate first dan. Then he broke off from the, um, the British organization for this martial art, created his own, and suddenly he's a sixth dan.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny. I've seen that on YouTube a few times, and, like, they just create their own martial art out of nowhere, and it's basically the same martial art that they're picking it from and just calling it their own or some. I don't know what they change. You can't even tell the difference if they change anything or not.
0: Well, this is the thing. He didn't even pretend it was a different martial art. He literally just changed the organization. So he, just, he was just like, no, I'm doing the same martial art, but this is now this specific organization for it. That's even worse. And now yeah. I'm a sixth down. And you're like, and people trust him. And you're like, look at what he's doing, people. Uh,
1: yeah. That, that's, yeah, so I think, uh,
0: That's fake. Yeah. Connections, I think, come come from, because I, I don't know any, actual martial artist that has anything to do with him like the, yeah everyone, whenever you talk about it like um one of these previous podcasts uh, with a guy called tom davey uh we talk about it and we talk about charlatans of like people nearby and there's so many of them there's a lot of good martial artists like i say we've got a, a world champion nearby but mm-hmm. there's so many like just complete charlatans as well and i think mm-hmm. if you just keep your head down do stuff properly don't fuck about you know and you can just deal with it um yeah you know, the thing is, is, I also bring in um, and I've made connections with people who aren't martial artists, but are just tough guys because they're good to bring in. So we, have a, <laughs> we have a guy who I bring into the society one because I think I, I use it best for conflict resolution as we okay. Um And basically he's called Yeti. Um, yes. Basically, um, he was known as Yeti because he's a big guy. He's right. my height, maybe an inch taller big guy he's, he's um 50 something he's actually got the same birthday as me weirdly, really, but he's you know he's, nice. he's an ex-biker so he's and he's uh, he's a, he's a biker that earned his stripes so he's a real oh. biker and <laughs> he's he also um works the doors as well so he's a qualified um licensed doorman in the uk nice doesn't have any martial arts experience, but he's a big guy. He's a guy you don't fuck with. And so I bring him in and me and him just stand in front of people and just go, go, get past us. (laughs) And it's seeing how people can deal with it without, because I think when a lot of people, because we haven't really touched on it because psychological is a lot more to do with martial arts, I think, than people realise. Oh yeah, big time. The first thing people want to do is go, oh, I'll just punch him. No. How well do you think that's going to work out? Yeah. He doesn't get you. I fucking will. Yeah. you don't do that. Like, if you see Yeti on the door, you just do as you're told.
1: He's <laughs> like, excuse me, can I get by? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Thank, thanks. All right. Yes. <laughs> you
0: know, and I think we, the one guy who, I think it really surprised everyone, because we had some people that are trying to do and try and barge per, the past, and we had one guy who all he did was talk to us. See, there you he go. To us, and then that's as it. we were talking, just walked past. went, to... "That's tricks. Like, right. <laughs> There's no tricks. <laughs> it's just <laughs> chat to us. if we're there you know because we were pushing and going you've been fucking looking at my woman you, what, what you? he's like no no, no i tell you what man if i have i'm really sorry um i just, I just want to get home I, I i'm sorry for offending and just bit by bit and then he just got to the door and just went and that was it and it's, but it was it's so good I, I love having those connections as well as just martial artists but also the, yeah, kind of, yeah. the tough guys because and i mean genuine tough guys not you know uh, <laughs> yeah no i got you you know, because this guy is—he's well known. He's—he's he's got the big beard. Like he looks like he's out of Sons of Anarchy. He looks, <laughs> um, That's what I
1: was picturing, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it is that guy. Um Because I remember he was because he always tells a story about when he worked on the on the doors um, a few years ago, and um, a uh, a fashion chain in England brought out a T-shirt that had um um motorbike symbol from, and I can't remember which he was part of, but he was. He's part of one of the, I don't know how to call them gangs, one of the organizations that mm-hmm. also exist in America. One of the big... Clubs. I think they call um, them clubs. It sounds like yeah. Anarchy calls them clubs. clubs. Yeah, so one of, the big, <laughs> one of the big ones, basically, and they put it onto a t-shirt and he just went, did you earn that? And the guy's like, uh, uh, what, what do you mean? He just went, well... You didn't. It's just like, did you buy that from a shop? It's like, right, well, I earned mine. I don't care. However, I know there are people around here that will care. They'll give you two choices. They'll either uh, ask you nicely to get it off, or they'll cut it off you. I know yeah. which one they'll pick, and they'll go and fucking change. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, it is quite funny when you have people like that, because the great thing is he also did um, a counselling course. So it's really funny, because he's he is the epitome of, like... Um, um, you see those guys on, like... Um, on TV that when, was it, the God Hates Fags guys in America, when they went and um, protested the servicemen's return. Oh yes. That was those bikers that went and stopped them. He reminds me of that, because it's like really kind of a tough guy, but no, no 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 we're looking after them are you okay you're all right come here we will look after you don't worry about them and you know that kind of person um, yeah it's always it's always quite quite nice um but I, yeah it's, some of the stories he has from the doors are very interesting
1: I literally, yeah because you don't really come across those kind of people at all it's like uh it's and then when you do it's surreal because they, they actually exist
0: so yeah, yeah i so see my, what you mean i mean my dad's had fun because my dad used to be um a training officer for the british red cross um, and so he used to help people out at like festivals, and he said he couldn't get to someone once, um, and the local um, uh, Hell's Angels saw him and mm-hmm. parted the crowd. Wow! So he literally just went no, 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 and my dad just walked straight down the middle to the the person he had to help because the Hell's Angels just gone fucking move. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the power they hold is crazy.
0: And it is. I mean, a lot of the time. It's not from anything they've done. Like I say, it's psychological. You know, a lot, yeah. of, and, and in any fights as well, it's all psychology. It's what do, what do they know? What do they think I know? Because sometimes, and I think we've, we've spoke about this before, is there's a mentality and a way of thinking and a way of moving, I think. And not, people call it aura, but I don't like that. It's, it's just something you give off when you've been trained well enough that had it been 10, 20 years ago or had it been somebody else, a certain group might pick on you but actually, mm-hmm. they look at you and go, mm, maybe not. Yeah. And that's, it's just, it's just you know, the way you're holding yourself, the way you're, I agree. You.
1: Yes. Uh, I felt, I feel the same way because about 10 years ago, before I started training, uh, I would think of the, the same thing, like the way I carried myself before has definitely changed the way I carry myself now. I mean, I can't see it, but I can feel it. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's, there's a, you, you, when you get that, uh, confidence that's not it's not fake like you're you're not looking to hurt people you know you even if you haven't hurt anybody but the fact that you've been training it just kind of uh changes you on the inside and then it becomes external at that point as soon as it comes out
0: yeah yeah so i don't think you've you don't even notice it you just notice no. it has happened that yeah you go oh that that felt different that was
1: yeah Because like before, when I would walk by like, uh, not suspecting, but like just questionable people, I want to, you get that tense feeling and then you want to kind of like avoid, but then now I'll just, I'll walk right by and my side view will just be, are they moving? No, they're not moving. Okay, it's safe. So I don't, I don't get that tense no more. I don't, I don't like avoid them. I don't make eye contact if I don't have to, but I will like say, I see you and then keep going kind of thing. And then that's that's it I don't do need to do anything else
0: yeah it's that and it's I mean I have occasionally used kind of psychological tricks as well um I mean there's that there's that but I've the one that I've always liked is um at certain times especially kind of younger guys is going and asking them what the time is <laughs> <laughs> because obviously I don't know if it's the same in in America but uh, an often used tactic by a gang is one of them going to, and asking you the time as you look suddenly you get attacked but of course, uh-huh. if there's a group of six guys and there's one guy coming up to you and asking you for the time, you tend to be like...
1: Um, no,
0: that's good. <laughs> okay. And nothing... They never do anything because they're just freaking out going... Sorry, what just what's going on here? <laughs> what you
1: going on? Am I being punked?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that kind of thing of like, there's something wrong in this situation. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know about that. Um, but, I mean, I, I remember saying on... Um, uh, uh, on Stream. I think it was on my stream the other day about Darren Brown um, in the UK, who's like he's a he's a mentalist. So um, mm-hmm. by the true kind of old Victorian way of doing it, so he basically mm-hmm. is, he's a mind manipulator. But he's um, he was at a meeting of the Magic Circle in London. Um, oh. And he was in a bright—I love it when he tells his story—but he was in a bright purple, kind of shiny suit, just because he was a you know magician early days. Okay. And he said that um, basically what happened is this guy was over the road from him, having a massive argument with his uh, girlfriend, presumably, and then had looked over and of course seen Darren Brown because Darren Brown stood out
1: and just started
0: <laughs> like shouting at Darren Brown, oh, "You fucking give me your fucking you know wanting a fight." And Darren Brown's response was just to mess with him because he's a mind And just, his response was, the fence outside my house isn't eight foot tall. And he said, the guy just didn't know, the guy, it was like he he malfunctioned. The guy just kind of went. Wait, right. And just kind of, and then ended up just, they ended up sitting down and chatting for about an hour about how he'd, his missus had just screwed him over because the guy's response just, it didn't fit what you're meant to do. Like somebody has a guy, right. either. Going for the fight or you, or you flight. You know that's the response. When somebody just talks gibberish yeah. at you, the guy apparently it was the way Darren Brown descri- described it was like it was a punch to the stomach for the guy. It was like that kind of <laughs> what, what the, fuck? what the fuck are you all about? And it just took it, just completely de-escalated the whole situation. And I that's, love that. that's funny. I love the idea because it does, it does kind of ring true. If you bring in that psychology, you bring in that idea of actually. Mm -hmm. i'm not even going to engage in the idea of fighting i'm just going to make you think i'm just going to make you just completely screw yourself (laughs) i love that idea
1: that is great yeah 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 that's one of those things where you're not really taught it's just like it worked and then you i don't know how did how did that happen it's
0: because he was a mentalist that it just kind of it it was just it's it's in him yeah. Whereas a, a um, you know a kick or a punch would be muscle memory for me or you. Yeah. Messing with someone's head was muscle memory for him. You know.
1: Yeah. That's that's one of those things I would never think of. That's <laughs> not ingrained in my brain
0: <laughs>
1: or my muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I do love it, and I've you know I've always tried to have that um, that idea of not exactly like that because it just wouldn't work. I wouldn't have. The system, oh, yeah. Yeah. But but just having something to just to mess with someone, just to make them think, don't. You know, that, yeah. I, I used to put on. T- I've done it. I've done it once or twice at a club. Um, it wouldn't work nowadays, but obviously in the um, '90s and into the early 2000s, the idea of a Northern Irish accent was still mm. a little bit scary in the UK because of all the, the bombs and everything like that because of the IRA. Uh, right. I used to put on if somebody was being a complete dick at a club. I'd put on a Northern Irish accent. And- <laughs> You no, you No, know, you're, you're fucking told about the consequences cancer of dealing with me, and just just say it slow enough, and right in their face. They've That's legit. You. They just go, oh fuck. You just see everything <laughs> drain of like, fuck. I couldn't even do that even if I tried. Um. So yeah, it was just I don't even know where I came from. I just thought, fuck it, I'm gonna try this, and it's just that it's just that silly little thing of like, I didn't do anything. All I did was yeah. I'm sure. I'm sorry. If you're Northern Irish and you've heard that, I apologise. In a club when everyone's drunk, that was fucking perfect. Um, (laughs) But you know, so people, people just kind of hear it, and it's that thing of like, if you're in a certain country and you hear a certain accent or whatever, and it just they just heard it and just kind of went. uh, And it it was just so much easier than me having to deal with something else because it's like,
1: yeah,
0: I want to stay in the club. I don't want to go home. I don't want to look just. (laughs) <laughs> yeah funny
1: so like uh like i don't go to the clubs or anything like that so i think i told you this before about uh like the one time i got not engaged but uh a possible like well anyway so i was sitting in my car and uh, i was parked in front of a house because it was easier i needed to text and then uh he walks up and he's in the like he looks gangster and he has a bottle in his hand and he's holding it like uh, backwards but so by the neck and then he has it down and he's looking at me and and he's like hey hey are you gonna, what's going on what are you doing here and i'm i rolled down the window and i just look at him and i didn't give a mean mug i didn't do anything like um aggressive like or anything like that it's like oh i'm checking my phone i'm probably gonna be i'm just i'll be right couple i'll be right quick he's like and then he dropped his guard and then uh well this is he actually dropped his guard before i said anything as soon as i rolled down the window and looked over at him he kind of like stepped back and then dropped his his hand and that's when i was like i'm just checking my phone real quick i'll be gone in a couple of minutes and he's like oh okay i just i want just checking kind of deal so that's like the closest i've ever been to being in a confrontation and that wasn't even a confrontation that was he was trying to stand his ground for no reason and then before he realized what i even could do he just saw the look in my face with my expressions when I'm walking around are pretty much the same it's kind of like I'm not mean mugging it's just like a a calm demeanor and then that's all I gave was just like I can't do it right now because I'm in a good mood <laughs> <laughs> but uh mean, yeah. yeah so I mean it, it's just that, that that confidence and they sense it for some reason sometimes so yeah and I that's think-
0: how, that's how I go about in public. Yeah, I suppose, especially I suppose if if they're kind of the gangbangers or anything like that, that there's this idea that they've been around people who are genuinely quite scary, and so they they're, they're mm-hmm. used to being cautious. And so yeah. if you give them that that little bit of look, fuck off, that they yeah. they react to it of like, okay, I don't want any trouble. I'm just going to yeah. I'm just gonna deal with what I'm doing. Um, yeah. and it's it is it is funny. I mean, the the, the mentality is is weird, and I think like like I said, the mentality in, in martial arts is so, I think, specific to martial arts because mm-hmm. it's... it's. I spoke about it in a stream the other night. It's the, um, the idea that you can do certain things and you can harm someone. Mm-hmm. However, all research has shown that if you can, you are far less likely to. Exactly. You, you have far better control over... Your mental health, your body, because it's just that you need you need to. I mean, if you get some, mm-hmm. let's say your 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 instructor suddenly just flipped, you're fucked. Yeah. You, know, you need to be able. If my instructor, you know, the IDF guy, fuck that, I'm running. You're like, yeah,
1: I'm not gonna bother. Like, <laughs> I may have I may have survived uh, sparring, but if he actually went off the deep end and he
0: went all out, I'm done. Exactly, it's that thing of like you. The, you need it's it's inbuilt because it needs to be inbuilt and that's why i have a little bit of an issue with with newer martial arts generally people that have just seen mma on tv and suddenly gone oh yeah mma is this because Mm -hmm. i think to me the mentality of a martial artist you need to actually have true respect discipline and that has to be right so you know that and don't get me wrong most if not all of the uh, MMA guys that I have seen in, say, UFC and things like that do have that. Mm-hmm. But the people that want to emulate them don't. Right. You know, uh, you've got... like Because people always have a go about people like Joe Rogan. But the one thing I will say about Joe Rogan is you can't actually deny the fact that he knows what he's talking about when it comes to martial arts. Yes. You can't. yes. He, he, yeah, he, he's trained it. He, he knows. Yeah. You can disagree on everything else with him, but you mm-hmm. cannot disagree with his experience in martial arts. He's a true time-tested martial artist, and, and he has one of the meanest kicks oh god yeah i love seeing that it's brilliant yeah. he said himself when he went from was it taekwondo to kickboxing and this is where he's and this i think is the difference between a true martial artist as well he had the humility to go he didn't know what the fuck he was doing when he went over to kickboxing because suddenly he was no longer the big dog in taekwondo right. he won everything he went over to kickboxing and just went fuck yeah this and but you know he's from the old school as well, so he has respect and everything. So he can, you know, he can trash talk if he wants to. But he trash talks, <laughs> he trash talks with the with the ability of just going, yes, but I still like. He is hated on some martial artists in oh, UFC, yeah. but at the same time, he's also said, however, yeah, on this level, because there's still respect, and that's yes. the difference. You know,
1: yeah, Joe like Rogan.
0: Uh, you know, if you look if you look at the difference between between like um, CM Punk, for instance, when he came oh. in. Into- fuck are you doing in the ufc like he had no respect for anyone he would yeah. occasionally he would occasionally make these little speeches of oh i'm so touched." Blah, blah, blah. that wasn't respect that was him no that was fake that was That's the fake, fake wwe kind of acting bullshit yeah um, and i i do like the fact that a true martial artist um in the fo- in the form of the fucking green ranger actually <laughs> brought him out for it so jason david frank who is a you know he has an mma record a professional and an amateur one oh, 100 oh wow i never yeah, looked that up. he's uh i think he's six times amateur undefeated one time pro undefeated wow um, and he's got his own martial art he's also trained in other martial arts like he's he was chosen for like doing mighty Morphin power rangers because he can kick right. kicks for a reason he was a like he was, yeah, a, was he everything. was a legit martial artist. Yeah. So Jason David Frank got pissed off by CM Punk at one time, and it's actually footage of um, Jason David Frank just going, "Okay, fight me. Like <laughs> enough of this bullshit. Enough of all that crap. No, 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 yeah. no, fight me, because you know I will gladly take. Because basically he'd shown disrespect to Jason David Frank and all this stuff when he clearly knew who he was. Like they'd been on panels together and stuff, and we just being disrespectful. And Jason David Frank just went, "No, yeah, no. I'm not going to take it." And that—that's—that yeah. that's, is the difference. There's—there's there's respect. Like I can—I hate on a lot of martial artists, and <laughs> because I can't help it, I'm sorry, I just can't. Yeah,
1: you're entitled to. You dislike
0: certain people, but at the same time, you go. However, like mm. I'm not a massive fan of Conor McGregor. I think he's a bit of a dick. However, mm-hmm. that spin kick is faster than anything I'll ever be able to fucking do in my life.
1: And that—that that punch of his too. Yeah, his left, I think, is in particular. His left, this is his
0: heaviest. Yeah, yeah. Got, He has got that ability that I cannot do. If I was in an octagon with him, his athleticism completely oh, outweighs uh, me. Yeah, he demolish me. Out outweighs me. But that's that's the difference of having. I think that's the difference between a what you would used to being called the kind of hard nut fighter and martial mm-hmm. arts mentality. That's the difference in going. I don't like this person. I don't think they're very good. But
1: so the difference there too, yeah, the difference there too is is that the spotlight. So, martial, they're martial artists, but then they're in the spotlight. So, they, they, they get seen in a completely different view. And oh, then uh, at that point, it's like we can comment in different ways. So,
0: it's it, like not like an actor, isn't it? You just take a dislike into an actor sometimes. You don't know, yeah, why,
1: just cause- exactly. Like it's just what you see on screen, so it's kind of different. So yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things. So you, you really can't be held against. Uh, well, can't be held against you for saying commenting on somebody like McGregor or anything like that. So no.
0: I think yeah. Per, yeah, I think personally, like with um, Joe Rogan, does it a lot. I think as long as you actually have the you know the respect to to even if you dislike them, to just say like I, I was saying you respect the fact that they can do it though that's that's the thing you've got to you've got to be able to go yes. i don't like them but it doesn't matter in terms of respect because if you're in an actual tournament and you completely hated the other guy but you didn't show respect you're on the floor you know yeah if you don't show them respect then you're not understanding that they are you know they've learned the same discipline maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't get on with them um because there's just something about the personality like a load of us don't get on with each other, but right. there's, but that's still, they've gone through the same journey or a similar journey to you. You don't know what else has happened to them, but they've mm-hmm. still shown the same discipline, the same respect, the same, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, submission to rules, everything that you have had to do to to control your own self, your mm-hmm. your, your mind, everything else, they've done it as well. And mm-hmm. so you've got, you've just got to have that respect. That to me is the, the difference in mentality of martial artists is that, you have to have control and, you, and control of everything and the respect is there as well, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who, you know, who this person is. You've got to understand that as well. And I think that's that's where you, younger people, especially in, in, in right. martial arts, fuck up a lot because yeah. they just go, oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm the jock. I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I even carry that mentality towards the newer people that I train. Like, yeah. um, like I was mentioning with the software engineers being the tougher ones to train, like you still keep that respect with them though, even though they're making it difficult for you to teach them. Well, they're not doing it on purpose. It's just that the way they receive things is way different than somebody else. So yeah. like me and my instructor, uh, we both um what was the words we used? Uh were spontaneous and then uh, we absorb and then we just use. So it's kind of like we don't break it down like the software engineers do. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just different people. So it doesn't mean they're different. They're, you just always have that respect.
0: Yeah, of course. And, I mean, when I, when I said respect as well, I think I, I, I made the comment in the video on, I'm going to say his name wrong again, Max Roscoff, something like that. <laughs> um, and I was saying that the people's opinion, the, I, the reason I had no respect for people's opinion in it is because they'd never stepped on a map. It wasn't right. their fight, they, they weren't that, you know. Step on a mat, step in the ring, step in the octagon, and I will give you a second of appreciation because now you've shown you have some dedication. You've shown you have some balls.
1: At least heart, yeah.
0: Yeah, but if you've got none of that, no.
1: You're just a keyboard warrior. <laughs> you're, you're just, you know, yeah, you're just one of those guys.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, the, that's why I think people don't understand martial arts sometimes because they don't understand that respect is earned immediately. You know, you have different, you have kind of different respect for like, I will have much more respect for my instructor because of everything he's gone through, but it doesn't mean I don't have respect for someone that's on the mats with me because mm-hmm. they're on the mats with me. You know, if yeah. they've got, if they're going, yeah, I want to spar. Brilliant. Okay. Well done. And you know, I'll get annoyed with some students sometimes, but I still have mm-hmm. the time to go, but they're here. They've they, they, yeah. they come here. They're doing it really well done. So I always try my best to try and make sure I can find something in what they've done to go. Good job, even mm-hmm. if it's just a little bit of footwork. Because I, I, I'd like to, and I'm sure there's plenty of my students out there now going, "You never fucking said that to me." I try. <laughs> um, the but, sentiment is there. <laughs> the sentiment is there. But you know, it's just a little thing in, in footwork or whatever it is, just be able to go. Look, you know, I do, I do recognise you're, you're, you're here, yeah. Um, and yeah, the respect. I don't, I don't know. I probably waffle there for quite a bit, but I, I think for me. <laughs> I, I do that anyway, but I think to me that is the the change in the mentality for martial arts is getting used to certain things and just having that complete control and respect together, to be able to, you know, just just understand everything. It's 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 hard unless you've ever stepped in a ring on the mats in the um, octagon. If you right. haven't, it's very hard to really completely get it because mm. it's that thing. It's um there's a there's that that saying from um some older people nowadays um of like some some of your have never been uh, have spent too much time talking crap about people on the internet and never getting hit in the face and it shows and you kind of uh, like, yeah
1: it kind yeah. of does <laughs> i mean that goes back to that that comment i mentioned in the beginning about uh oh boxing is not an art yes it is uh, <laughs> and if you try to go against somebody who boxes and you don't do anything you're most likely going to pay
0: for it so exactly what it means absolutely martial art and and the, the great thing is, as well, is that, like most martial arts, there is also different um, variations. You know, you've got Mexican uh, boxing, which is a very specific – you know, Mexican boxing is very specific to, to how they train. It's it's actually uh, generally seen as one of the, the, the tougher ones, but just because of how they do it. Then you've got the old pugilist European-British style, which, Christ, that included throwing. So that definitely yeah. doesn't connect here. Um, oh, have you uh,
1: been akin to uh... – the 52 blocks method. Have you seen that?
0: Don't think it rings a bell. No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh
1: that's a defensive boxing style from uh they call it, what was it? Uh,
0: jailhouse rock. Oh, jailhouse style.
1: Yeah. Okay. And it, uh check it out. Um it's another boxing style and it's very unique. Uh, I like it. It involves a lot of elbows too, which is interesting
0: surprised so, I haven't heard of it I do like elbows <laughs> yeah
1: I love elbows elbows are my favorite I even tried to I mentioned it to my instructor and he's like oh I know it about it and then I forgot what happened after that but um, yeah no they incorporate elbows and a whole bunch of other it's a dynamic yeah. style and I is, like it
0: there's so many variants in boxing I mean if you get right down to it that's what Muay Thai is is a form mm-hmm. of boxing yeah it's, it's just it is. you know they it, added people go oh, boxing isn't that but it's like it is it is what it is for where it is. Like there's there's competition and, uh, you know, the bright lights of Las Vegas boxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very different to, you know, the streets of fucking Detroit. Type mm-hmm. of, you know, it's not, that's not the same. No, it's, definitely not. You know, yeah. and, and again, to the streets of Victorian England, because Victorian London, although, you know, Bartitsu and old style kind of Edwardian um, boxing and what people think of as being very polite, Mm-hmm. um it may look like that because that's how everyone was dressed but you can remember this is victorian london where jack the ripper
1: was yeah fucking like, everybody uh, up yeah <laughs> was, yeah he went on his yeah
0: yeah it was just brutal and it's just it's all different from from everywhere we've got to have that respect of just going you know we can you can have your issues with it and i know that you know all of us will at some point go yeah but you don't want to do that you want to don't worry about that, Marshall, like, try this one, don't worry about that. But at the same yeah. time, you just kind of go, you've got to have had the balls to actually go, I don't, I don't like that, but I have mm-hmm. gone and done that. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just go, oh, I you just don't do it. This. Yeah. Why do you hate it? Oh, I, I don't know. I just don't like it. Go and try it. You like,
1: mm, Yeah. You have to have that experience because otherwise you're just spreading false information and then.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You've got to you've got to understand it at least a little bit because there might be. I mean, I'm always up for for learning. I think that's definitely in in an ethos of martial artists as well. is always wanting to learn more. I mm-hmm. think when you when you stop or you kind of you know stagnate, then you've completely lost it. I think with right. martial arts, you're always going. What people don't tend to understand for, for me as well is that I want to be to be hit if i'm in a situation and somebody has broken my guard completely has taken me to go fucking brilliant how did you do that <laughs> you learned from it yeah. there's something wrong with what i'm doing so yeah tell me like teach me how you did that because it's like anything you don't know you never know how to improve if you don't get it wrong right I, I really would i'd love to be able to just kind of go that was amazing how did you do that and, and that's
1: why i love sparring
0: yeah yeah, because there's always that time where you just go and get clipped and go
1: yep and was I have, that
0: me or was that him
1: yeah because uh one time I, I got hit twice and I, that i that i remember because they were they were clean hits and then the first time i forgot what i was doing i i know my left hand was doing something it wasn't supposed to because i got hit right in the cheek so i i like i got hit I turn and I just look right back up and is he's going to hit me again? Oh, he's not. And then I come back and then, but that didn't, that was like, okay, what was my left hand doing that that happened? Yeah. And then the second time was pretty much the same thing, but on my right side. So it's, yeah, you have to learn.
0: I don't know if your instructor's got a similar mentality Mike, to my old one. My old jujitsu instructor used to say, and this is uh, anyone watching, uh, this is Japanese jujitsu, not uh, BJJ. Um, he used to say, if you got hit in the face, that's your fault and you owe the other guy a drink. <laughs>
1: we should do that that's that probably people be getting drunk like crazy (laughs) everybody gets hit
0: it's like i always loved it because i remember being in a class once where basically um we were attacking from all directions and i just punched him and he didn't defend (laughs) and he complained because he was relatively new and i think his old dojo were a bit soft and he Uh, complained and my my instructor just went why don't you move yeah why don't you (laughs) you do something about it (laughs) he hit you like telling you to do something to do something like he hit you. Fine, you. Know. Yeah. Um. I love that mentality. I've I've always loved that because if somebody ever, because it's happened, you know, obviously it happens. Somebody you you just don't pay attention. You're being you, either you're being a bit too, not cocky, but you're just like, well, right. I don't need to worry. I'm with the newbies or something like that, and then you get to yeah. You just gonna go. Okay, yep, yeah, I've got your drink at the bar later, you
1: fucker. Um, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, i stepped it up too. Like, there was a younger guy, he couldn't really control his power. So, and then he was going against other guys that were kind of newer, and uh, you could see it, like, he's, he's going pretty aggressive. So, it's like, all right, let me get in. And he's going the same against me, like, he's really trying to hit me. So, all it took was one punch, one right, and I do it the way you did it, just a straight, full force, not full force, like 50% power, but I put my body behind it. And then when he got hit, his head went back, his eyes closed, and then he was like, "Oh, I just got hit in the face." I was like, "Okay, call it. That's it." So yeah, I mean, you, there's, there's, I, it wasn't his fault, but he needed to learn, is basically what it was. Yeah. So
0: I mean, I, that sounds very similar, very different, but similar in in the um in the approach. Uh, I had a guy with uh, Sati a few years ago. It's about three, four years ago. Um, he was a rugby player. Uh, he also did American football. He was about thirty stone, so that's what. 420 pound wow so big guy and we were doing chokes um because we t- we teach chokes from the self-defense federation syllabus not specifically mine but the one I, I can teach i'm qualified in we were teaching chokes and he was doing them by just basically grabbing and picking them up by the neck. jeez like, fucking no you don't yeah. do that and also you don't do that if anyone knows what they're doing and he was like oh but it works so i just went okay choke <laughs> me of course i just threw my legs up threw him down just threw him over my head and Ooh. tucked his head in obviously at the last minute and he just yeah hit the ground full force and then just kind of dazed and i went what just happened i was like that's what happens if you keep doing that stupid shit yeah um, I see, <laughs> i was like because i because I, I think he was because obviously rugby american football guy big guy and then right. I just went, no, no, no. And I think the mentality was, yeah, but I'm just bigger. So it doesn't yeah. matter in here. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Size really doesn't matter at all. It's half the time. I mean, yeah, you got the size, but then there's always that somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's always someone. And I, I have so many of my students that are just going to, when, when I'm trying to train, I'm trying to, trying to be meaner as well. And they're just going to go, yeah, but we're not going to come up against you on the street. And I'm always like, why not? And also, yeah, well, who the you hell? You never know. You don't know who else you're coming up against. What happens if my one of my old instructors is visiting and his wife has just left him? Because I can't stop that fucker either. So what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: like, yeah. There's there's always somebody. I mean, no matter where you go, where you are.
0: Yeah, it's uh, you've you've got to have the mentality. I always say that you should always assume anybody that's going to do something on the street knows more than you do. Got, mm-hmm. that, and that's and that's. I think that also comes into the respect again. You know, you've got to show that uh, that idea of like. I'm going to assume that you can beat the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have that kind of, you know, that, that aura again, like I was saying, I'm going to have that, but if there's nothing stopping you and that, this, what I'm giving off doesn't stop you and you're still coming at me, I, something else needs to change. Cause I'm assuming you're a fucking nutcase.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. basically assume that he's your instructor is what I like to think of it. Yeah. I mean, what more can you do?
0: Yeah. It's, it is. I mean, I love the the story that always gets told to me when I was uh, with, with the Doors is that if someone comes at you and they're just shouting and screaming, they're not really doing anything, but they're always like, oh, "I'm gonna fucking shoot you. I'm gonna come back and get." It's like, yeah, okay, fine. But if the guy <laughs> just very calmly comes up to you and just kind of goes, "You were warned about me. I told you not to kick me out. I'll be back." Fucking leave the door because he's coming back. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah he's started everything through and he's 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 legit. Yeah, he's
0: fine with prison. He's fine. Prison. Yeah. I I've always loved that idea of just like if anybody ever talks to you like that on the door, tell someone because they're serious. <laughs> but it was yeah. you, there's an immediate assumption of if if you're you know you're the guys that the, the, the guys on the door that men control everyone and someone still has the balls to come up to you and do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like okay
0: congratulations sir you're on this place but i do love the the, sh- the shouters i love them like i've been in a bar in canterbury in uh, in england and um i remember being in there with uh, an ex of mine years ago and there was this young lad and he was young skinny little thing but he was basically he was trying to hit on my on my ex-girlfriend and i was like just mate just go away and mm-hmm. best response i've ever had from anyone oh yeah yeah well i'm just it's just a. Uh, I'm just checking her out, man. Yeah, you should be. You should. Uh, should be complimented by that. She's a nice <laughs> girl. Yeah. And then, and then the ultimate line. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just checking her out. I haven't seen a woman in a while. Like, I've just come out of prison from for doing ABH. I'm like, I don't care. I. And I, he, he he backed off after that. When I just literally just went, I really don't care. He kind of saw that. He saw the exasperation in my face and just kind of went,
1: You're hey. All
0: right, man. All right. I right. <laughs> just walked off. I love
1: oh that's yeah that's one of those things where i probably end up laughing as soon as they walked away or, or i i try not to laugh in their face first off. <laughs> you try your
0: best anyway it's, yeah <laughs> it's always that time where you just i've always said to people it's it's, it's it, when somebody shows exasperation at your mere presence mm-hmm. then you know that they will beat the crap out of you <laughs> that's pretty
1: much probably what happened with that guy at my window
0: yeah yeah
1: that, yeah same, same 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 type of deal
0: i've been in bars before where fights have broken out and the guy behind the bar um was in a uh, really lovely guy but i just happened to know that he'd spent eight years inside um and that wasn't his full term so fuck knows what he did because every time you asked him the response was uh, some crazy shit man okay. <laughs> <laughs> but big you know big guy and you just it was that moment and it was Brilliant, because it was just somebody out of, out of a film. It was fantastic, because basically, he was just cleaning glasses and just went, <sighs> put it down, started to walk from behind the bar, and both of the guys just fucking left. Oh,
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's some movie stuff too, right there. Brilliant. It was, yeah, brilliant. you, you was don't just, see it. That
0: moment where they both just realised this is a bad idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy. He was such a lovely guy as well, but it was just oh. sheer exasperation of like oh i've got to fucking deal with this
1: <laughs> yeah like not again <laughs>
0: i love that it's 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 brilliant i always i always love things like that because it's always those shouters there's always those and like i say it's that different yeah. people that get into fights insecurity martial artists it's 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 a big difference like i love it when people like because people always think one that martial artists are fighters no no and that fighters and, and people that get into fights are the same. It's like, no, there's, there's, yeah. they're all very distinct. Yeah. Um, and there's levels of what's going to happen to you. And there's levels of how they think about things as well. Like, mm-hmm. we are not, martial artists are never, ever looking for a fight. We're never looking for a fight.
1: The legit ones that are not a, about fighting, yes. So there's a, one martial artist that are like, oh, the ones that usually compare online too. They're the ones that are the, the opposite.
0: My levels of calling them martial artists might change, though.
1: Okay. I, I, so I, I, yeah. I tend
0: to think if if they're those kind of people in my mind, they're not really martial. They're artists. not martial artists because yeah. I, they are they are dickheads who can fight. Right. That you know that's that's what they are. A martial artist to me is is that person who can take with that the
1: respect. honor and everything the respect. Yeah.
0: Exactly, and it's like like I said earlier, the difference between um, the younger MMA guys. And martial, and martial artists because there's, you know, they can fight, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's very different. And I think, right. you know, there's, there was a lot of research, um, weirdly, I think it was in California actually, about like, they, they separated out some, some kids from like real trouble kids um, in like mm-hmm. middle school out there. And um, they, it was about 60 kids, they, they separated them out. They taught half of them martial arts and the rest of them, they just left as normal. And of the uh, of the two groups, uh, the 30 that were left as normal, six of them were thrown out of school. Yes. Um, and all of them just carried on being complete asses. Of the right. other 30, not one of them got back into trouble. Most of them ended up in social um, kind of projects. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up being like actually helpful in class. Their grades went up. Like everything nice. just improved because they were taught from day one. I think it's the first thing that gets taught very quickly is you may be a big fish in a small pond when you're outside Mm. of this dojo. When you're here, you're a minnow, Mm. you know, just deal with that fact. You're not some special hard nut when you're in these walls. (laughs) The first thing that you learn is, Oh, okay. And I think that's when then the respect, the discipline, everything gets built on top of it. And you get, you just learn, you just learn actually, okay, I've, I'm going to pay attention to stuff. And because you end up learning discipline, commitment and everything from martial arts, it goes mm-hmm. into do everything else you do, you know? Yeah. You know, it,
1: tr- it becomes a way of life.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been on the streets twice. I was on the streets when I was 15. I was on the streets when I was 27. Um, and I think a lot of the, the fact that I'm not on the streets comes from martial arts because it was my ability at the time, because I was done. I mean, especially when I was, uh, when I was 15, and actually, probably actually no, probably both times I was at the point where I'm like, I'm done. But there was a there's still part of you that that just wants to to hold yourself differently, just wants to commit, and it just helped me out. And I think without that, I would have just I wouldn't necessarily be here. It's, it's I think martial mm. arts has a lot to answer for in terms of, of of what help it can give to people like that.
1: Because no, I agree. Uh, mine's a little bit different because uh, it was my fear of getting COVID so i got an anxiety out of it and then uh i get the attacks but then i learned i remembered my breathing uh just controlling myself and then eventually there it was gone so it's yeah it's kind of one of those things where it'll help you when you least expect it even if it's not even fighting related
0: yeah absolutely it is it's that like well like we said all the way through it's that control you have whether that's a mental control physical control whatever it is it's it gives you um, control, and at the same time, if you have, like, if you're just a person that has aggress- aggression issues, like, it doesn't make you a bad person to have aggression mm. issues at all. Right. If you're using martial arts as some kind of reliable and responsible outlet, mm-hmm. cool, and that can really help you because that, you know, yeah. that's, that's brilliant. Because there's guys who aren't doing that that are getting into fights every weekend, right? End up in prison because they've done something stupid and uh, all of this, whereas, you know, the guy that's just gone, I can control this, I can stop this, I, you know, I have that, I have that ability. It's like, if I I think a little bit is, you know, some people can commit themselves to a higher power of some kind. To me, that higher power in martial arts, and this is absolutely just my thought process. And um, I think that becomes you, because you can become so centered, and so understanding of, how you are controlling of your body that mm-hmm. that becomes what you're that, that, that has the control that's that's exactly. your kind of higher power yep. um, that's uh, pretty much what happened with
1: the anxiety it's like it was all like i was losing my breath and i losing my breath but my yeah i would uh my heart rate would go uh my breathing would like was it not steepen but uh short short breaths but rapid breaths yeah. so just calming down like breathing in deep breathing exhaling deep and then just yeah, it's I don't know. I, I if I didn't have the martial arts, I probably wouldn't have been able to use that kind of uh, that kind of um, settling or calming without like professional help or something.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, especially being in America, that would have, that would have been costly. You'd have yeah, that too. Attack. You'd have ended up going to hospital, and then yeah, God knows how much for the bed and the ambulance.
1: Yeah, they they charge you for everything when it comes to medical here. <laughs> it's not it's not fun.
0: Yeah um yeah we won't go into that um, <laughs> mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. it's a whole different ball game
0: <laughs> oh yeah um, but i mean yeah it's it's very i mean i've had panic attacks when i was younger and it is it's amazing because it sounds to, to people that don't understand if they hear this it, going oh go, well i can just breathe them out you can't no it's not much more than can. that you have to take that control you have to be able to just kind of almost disappear into yourself and take complete control i mean yeah for anybody out there if you're one if you're wondering or you're thinking that this doesn't make sense to you try regulating your breathing now by actually thinking about it don't let your brain do it actually take control and take the breath yourself and see how hard it is just to breathe normally and now imagine that you don't have the control and you're trying to bring control back it is a nightmare so yeah i i'm absolutely with you on that it's it's you know gives you that control and i think it's just an all-round thing but um mm-hmm. we've been going for a while is there anything you wanted to kind of add in that i may not have covered or that i may or that you don't agree with because it's my podcast but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't you know i don't give a shit if someone disagrees with me it's great
1: oh no um, no uh i i mean like uh, i've been nodding and i've been nodding because i've been agreeing and there's really not much more to the mentality aspect that i can throw out i mean We've jumped back and forth on so many different aspects of the mentality of what we go through, especially the last one. That one's important too, having that control. Yeah. So I mean, there's like I I mentioned in my stream the other day, yesterday, like you're not yesterday, whatever day it was. Like you're <laughs> thorough, you're you're very thorough, and then uh, well thought out. So I knew I wasn't gonna be able to add anything more than my side. So it's kind of like there's nothing. There's nothing special extra that I that I have really, unless it uh, creeps up in my mind, but I mean, you've just been so thorough. I can't think of any.
0: <laughs> it's always good. I mean, I, 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 as in the same as in martial arts in general. If I'm wrong on something, if I've mucked something up, I'd far, I'd far prefer someone just to go, I don't know if that's right, or at least not from your perspective, because like you said, mm. it might be because I'm because we're very different backgrounds. Like I'm, I'm, oh yeah, you know. I am the definition of privilege i am white male middle class from the um from the the, the nicer area of the south of england i could mm. not be more of a poster boy um and i, <laughs> when I started martial arts before you have a very different background to me and so a lot of the stuff although we have agreements on how it's come about it could just mm-hmm. be my perspective is fucked. Um, and so it's always good to have someone else's opinion just you going well actually that doesn't necessarily make sense to me or mm-hmm you know it's it's just like, oh, I would
1: have pointed that out uh if I came across one of those those times, but no, I mean the only thing different was just that I've seen it in a different way than you have is pretty much all it is, yeah,
0: and it's so, it is it is good because I mean, yeah, obviously you have um other issues to have to deal with in America as well, like you know, mm-hmm. I mean we were talking about guns last night, although weirdly. Yeah we've both shot and i i used to be a member of the british nra so rather weirdly i (laughs) yeah and then Um, then
1: me and my security with armed and everything yeah
0: yeah yeah so it's it's seeing things there um i suppose the difference is in america everyone has a gun whereas in the uk if you come from a privileged background right then you probably have um can get to a gun because it's 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 people like that that shoot um yeah yeah everybody here has one yeah i've just i've just had to recognize more and more as i've got older Of like oh no i'm really am the the poster boy for privilege aren't oh no, i fantastic <laughs> um it's, it's it's recognizing your own humility after a while is uh that's is another quite thing quite interesting. Yeah. oh yeah and i think like i think the martial arts helped with that as well of just going oh yeah you know what actually no some of this stuff wouldn't have happened if I wasn't if I wasn't me like right i i have the advantage of everything even my height like everything is, is, is an advantage but it's but there we go it's it's something I can't avoid but um that's yeah. why I like to have people on that have done different stuff or, or you know I mean you've you've looked for a few of my um of my uh podcasts and stuff and mm-hmm. how good you are on English accents so it might we may sound all the same to you I don't know um <laughs> but uh, but obviously I, I try and get different acts uh, try and get different kind of areas of the UK or from other countries yeah just for all different stuff i mean even the mental health stuff um, i had uh, on one of my other podcasts i had call me chris from tiktok who's canadian i just try and get oh. uh, she was on there for a while just cause, just so i can get someone that can go okay, yeah i have different perspective
1: okay there you go I yeah no i just yeah like I, I tell you all the time we always have the same wavelength the way we think the way we've uh, thought of things so yeah. yeah it's it's been it's been interesting
0: Okay, well, I'll probably chat to you um, more in a second. But for the podcast, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, I'm not too sure what our next podcast is going to be, but I hope you've enjoyed this one. Obviously, talk about the mentality of a martial artist from two very different um, kind of ways of thinking. Um, and uh, thank you very much to Anthony for joining us. And um, Thank you for having me. Uh, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks, everyone.